Hey, 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 Divine Souls. You are rocking to the Yes Girl Live podcast with your host, Christina Garcia, spiritual life coach, sound healing practitioner, RN, and your ultimate hype girl. <laughs> so today I'm starting out this episode a little bit different because the episode itself is a little bit different. It's not one that I prepped for. It's one that I flowed with. So I was in pure channel and I was putting myself together for an event that I started holding on Instagram called Soul Frequential. It's my sound bath series and I don't know if I'm going to keep it there, take it to Zoom or what I'm going to do with it. But I had my first one and as I was prepping for it, I started getting all these freaking amazing channeled messages and I was like, yo, this is too fire to not share on the podcast. So boom. And I'm just here chilling at work. Shout out to the drip bar in Denver because when we are slow, my boss lets me create y'all. So if you're in the Denver area, come check me out here where we offer all of our first time clients 50% off their drip plus a free B12 shot. And I light code and light language infuse every drip that I do. So you are guaranteed to be leaving with vitality, love, and energy unapologetic plug <laughs> and without further ado let's get into the juicy episode i have for you today let me know if this is something that you love because i'll do more of it so without further ado let's get into it mm, into it i always gotta sing everything i don't know why okay let's go <laughs> So as we're brought into the full moon in Cancer, it reminds us to love something is to see it as it is, right? To love something is to see it as it is. Cancer is the ruler of emotions. It is what it when you meet a when you meet a Cancer, they're usually highly emotional. Um, they are passionate people, but they're also the ultimate protectors. So when I think of a protector, I think of mother nature and they are actually, cancers are directly impacted and related to the power of mother nature. And so you think about the ways that mother nature or Gaia or the universe comes through for you in protection mode without you needing to do anything that is the energy that the cancer brings. And when you're in a full moon cycle, you know, you think of two things. You think of the opposition of the moon and the sun and how it is shining on itself for it to be seen. And you think about the other planet that it opposes or the other moon it opposes, which is Pluto. And Pluto is the essence of shadow work it's the essence you know they call it the hades 
moon. So it's the underworld of what we experience and not outside of ourselves. Y'all know it's within us. What shadows are within us that we aren't addressing? What shadows do we seek that we try to keep dormant and the full moon in its full illumination invites us of completion energy like oh you've reached this point and you've reached this beautiful emotional pivot how can you invite release into your system and gratitude as to what you've experienced in your life to bring you to where you are right now because you know as the alchemical process proceeds our past experiences become the breeding ground for insight and experience and it's through those human experiences that we understand who we are deeper it's how we understand who we are fluidly and it's how we get to invite new energy in so that we can really see ourselves for who we've been and understand where and who we're about to be or go and also knowing that there's no separation there right the trick is to how do I use my past experience as a teacher but not allow myself to dive so deep that it becomes my present. And what I mean by that is when we go back into our past and we don't build a barrier or protect ourselves from what is coming up, we can easily stay there and stay victimized in the wounds that were created in those past experiences. But when we allow ourselves the time to really dig deep, when we allow ourselves the time to understand what those experiences were teaching us, then we can use it in a way that allows us to paint ourselves in the picture or in the frame that we want to be in the future. And all we have to do in the present is be and allow it to transform itself without without trying so hard right and trying is such a when leadership trying is such a like it's not a good word because when you're trying it just means that you're half-assing shit right you you're either doing or you're not doing period you're either doing it or you're not doing it period you're either fully in present moment doing the work or you're not because chances are if you're not doing the work it is represented in how you show up and what you create. You see your current experience right now is just a reflection of your ego or the lack of it. That's it. And the ego is a representation of what you think and how it needs to be based on those experiences that you've had and molded by others around you from family, friends, bosses, business, like employments, all those things. And it is just really a, it's really just a contrasted reflection and invitation on how you can reach into possibilities of what else is there for you. Because like, let's, let's just bring in like a basic example. Okay. Like for me, when okay i got into a a annoying 
place <laughs> with my partner this past week. We, we are starting to prep for a bodybuilding competition. It's my first ever. I'm only doing bikinis. So I'm not about to get all crazy and like gain all kinds of muscles, which by the way, fact, most women, unless you're genetically just like a Viking, <laughs> cannot get hella, hella, hella muscular without um, hormonal assistance because it's just not in our genetics. Anyways, side note, I digress. We are prepping for a show and hopefully looking to compete sometime in the fall before the holidays. But my my coach, our bodybuilding coach, he sent us our opening packet and the first few weeks of training and what our nutrition, our macros need to look like. And granted, my boyfriend has done this a a number of times. And so it's nothing new for him. He's trained with the same bodybuilding coach. So he also understands all his protocols. But for me and my experience, I'm super excited and I want to learn. I want to learn. And I was reading it. I was reading like the intro packet and he was like kind of overriding, not intentionally, but he was just so excited that he was also sharing like, oh yeah, this is what this means. And oh yeah, this is, this is what's actually happening here. And oh, you'll just do this. And I was hella fucking triggered y'all. I was so triggered. I felt this huge wave of annoyance come over me. And I literally was like, look, I get it. You've done this before and I get it that you're excited, but like, I feel as though I'm being robbed of the experience because you all have been it, (laughs) you know? And that's definitely, I know that's not, that wasn't his intention. I know his excitement like superseded that, um, that thought for me, but in that annoyance, the the old part of me um, would get so hurt and I would lash out. I'm a Scorpio, y'all. My sun sign is Scorpio with a moon sag and a rising cancer. Okay, y'all. So I'm hella passionate, philosophical, and just intense. Okay, all the things. And so prior to this experience, the... I don't even want to say old me, but the person I used to be would be someone who was reactive, who would get really mad. I'd probably cry about it because I'd make it a big production, like a big dramatic production. And then it would just ruin the whole night. But this time I kind of turned it inward and I was like, okay, Christina, what is triggering? Because now I know that through my triggers, there's a message there for me. And sometimes there's not always a message. Okay, like again, this is like the Sag and the Scorpio in me that is like always like, what's underneath that? Let's go deeper. Let's go into the shadows. Like I'm always just so freaking willing to go there. And I, I had a best friend who used to tell me like, maybe things just aren't that deep. Maybe it's just not that serious. Maybe it's just supposed to be the way it is. And I, I used to be like, no. There's no way it can just be like the way it is, right? Like, no way. So anyway, I um, in that moment, I knew that that trigger had something to do with something deeper in that case. And then I, I asked myself, like, 
okay, what is this annoying? Why is this annoying me? And who does it represent in my life? And what is it actually making me feel? And in that moment, it made me feel like I didn't know what I was doing. Like I wasn't capable of figuring it out. And I felt rushed into needing to understand it. But these were all pressures I was putting on myself based on narratives that I'm telling myself. Not that he's telling me, that I'm telling myself. And so as I processed it even more, I was like, okay, who does this represent in my life? Who does this represent in my life that always made me feel like I don't know what the hell I was talking about, y'all? And I went to my stepdad and I know I've talked about him before and I make him sound like he's this evil guy because he's not. He's like the most loving man and it's not even against him, you know, but a lot of us are preconditioned to ways that we were taught and we just continue to repeat the same cycle and pattern with our children, not even knowing the damage it's doing. So for my dad... My stepdad, you know, he he used to always say that like I wasn't I didn't have any common sense and that I never knew what I was doing and I was always being questioned and never being trusted for what I was doing. Um not never, but there was always a like underlying skepticism of like is that is that really true or is it not? You know, like, so I was always downing myself. And so in that moment, I realized that, yo, I'm annoyed because this is this like overbearing, telling me what to do and knowing everything mentality reminds me of my stepdad. And it's not necessarily where my boyfriend was coming from. Although, y'all, if I'm going to be real, he is he is someone that comes up as a know-it-all. Okay, like this guy. And, and for very, very true purposes. Okay, like he be talking all this stuff of like, I know because I know. Because in his mind, that's where he's at. And he's done his own research to be confirmed in his belief system. But it doesn't make me wrong. And it's about like, you know, coming around to the acceptance of like, okay, you get to be there. And how do I just let you be where you're at without it robbing energy from me, right? So anyways, my whole point of this story, (laughs) y'all, is that when we allow ourselves to go deeper, we get to recognize things about ourselves to discover a little bit more about who we be. And then we get to invite compassion for the other side of it that we're giving energy to, that we're holding expectation on another party. Um, And for me, it was more of like, okay, like I get to see it for where it is and where it's at. And then how do I release it and let it go? So it's like coming to full circle you know, or in this case, full moon circle. (laughs) Okay, that was corny AF. But um, coming into full circle of seeing how when we look inside of ourselves and, and allow like emotional occurrences in our lives, be yet a storyteller and an invitation for us to see, okay, where can I go with this? And why is this disrupting my energy? Why is this disrupting my peace? And then being fully responsible of the entire experience because there is a part that we play in every single thing that we create. And when we as a society can get to that place, mm, the amount of 
leadership, the amount of juicy alignment that can come about and what we can create as a society would be astronomical. I can tell you for sure, we would not be having the division that is happening right now if a lot of us took the time to really understand our roots, to really understand the parts of ourselves that have been suppressed and not even talking about in this single timeline, y'all. I'm talking about DNA carries so much energy. It carries so much of like, it's like a crystalline grid of encoded beautiful things okay I can't even describe it I always think of sacred geometry and the way it shapes and forms and I think of light codes and I think that DNA is a strand made up of all these different codings literally of what we have carried from generation to generation to generation and so when you think about it that deep the healing work that you do in this timeline is also a place for you to uncover heaviness that you've carried from times before you timelines before you that is carried in your lineage because if you if you break it down right and you look at like your grandparents and you look at your parents and then you look at their parents parents and then you go down to the history of your cultures it's like yo we have been suffering for a long time and we don't have to we don't have to but things get so ingrained so deeply that we then don't know how to reverse it we can't even recognize it anymore because we've allowed ourselves to believe that that's who we are Ooh. so going back to the idea of this full moon in cancer and it reminding us to love something is to see it as it is that is like what I'm talking about here. How can you love from a place of acceptance? You only love in a place of acceptance when you understand the history of how it's alchemized you into the place that you are today so that you can be in peace with it right in this moment, not needing to do much of anything, but just be just unfold and unravel and enjoy and love so that you can project into the future who you who who you're trying who you want to be look i almost dropped trying y'all i'll tell you not to use trying because we are the being well doing right like girl get straight <laughs> um so yeah that's kind of like where my heart goes when i think about this time and why, when the moon is fully present in its full illumination and how the sun shines on it so perfectly that it can be so bright and full and yet it has this opposition of Pluto that's also in alignment to it, opposing it, you know, they're like facing each other and it's like you're facing these demons, you're facing these parts of yourself that weren't illuminated before and how can you use that as a compass to guide you and to allow you to release something that doesn't serve you and you know sometimes I'm not this can get really overwhelming right this is why a lot of us choose to stay in the world of suppression we choose to stay victimized we choose to recreate the same stories of 
struggle and of detriment and discordance and all these things because we're so used to that feeling that to feel something in opposition is scary, period. But I promise you that when you start, I mean, I see this with my clients all the time, y'all. It's like when we start to chip at the layers and we start to get really deep into the core of what's beneath that cement slab, you start to see this mushy <laughs> like oatmeal, but that's glowing with light. It just sounds so, it sounds kind of contradicting because you're like mushy glowing oatmeal. Like girl, what, what kind of shrooms are you on? Cause I need some, <laughs> right? But it's like, you get to the heart of it and it's soft and it's gooey, but it's so bright and lush. And it's just, we've built this wall to protect ourselves and, I've really gone on quite the tangent with you guys on this, uh, but I really think that we get to hold these evidences of our past experiences as sacred saint, right? And to work on letting go of the grip we think it holds on ourselves because that's an illusion. You know, what's done is done. What's in the past is done. It's back there. Like we can't, we can't go back to that. And we don't want to go back to that. It's a past for a reason. It happened for a reason. And our human experience is just a way to help us shift. And it's like multiple ways that like we get to shift by the invitation of what we experience, y'all. So yes, that's, that's where I'm at with all that. And guys, and I'll tell you right now, like, I was sitting here and I was like thinking about, I'm doing a meditation and a full moon sound bath tonight on Instagram live. Um, So if you're catching this in real, in real time, um, make sure you go to my Instagram page and find it so you can tap in. But I was thinking to myself, like what? Okay, spirit, like what is coming up? How are we going to guide this tonight? Like, I don't really like to prepare for lives or anything like that. Or really, I don't really prepare for much of anything (laughs) these days because I really truly trust in my intuition and flow of what's supposed to come out will come out and what needs to be said will be said and who needs to hear it will hear it and press play and resonate with it however which way they need to resonate with or they won't. And that's okay too, you know, but I was just sitting here kind of thinking about tonight and all the emotions that it's carried and thinking about where I'm at with it, right? Because what good is, is explaining where you're coming from if you really don't know based on your own experience, right? And it's not even about sharing it to project it onto others, but just to share like this level of vulnerability and insight about where we come from and that as a guide, as a healer, it doesn't mean that I have the answers to everything, but that I am also too in my own human experience shifting through a lot of these different ways of being. And so the the more that I allow myself to be intuitively guided, the more I find that 
we don't have to really prepare for anything because everything is already here. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, the universe, God, Gaia, Mother Nature, it always provides, always provides in the most perfect way possible. Um, and so real quick, I just want to touch base on like full moon, full moon stuff. This may not resonate with you, the whole idea of creating rituals around full moons. It just may not. And you know what? And that's okay. For me, the full moon and any moon cycle. So, you know, most people you'll see um, doing full moon rituals and new moon rituals as a way of reflection. So to me, I do it for reflective work, for purposeful and intentional um, whew, I just lost my train of thought, y'all. Um, for purposeful and intentional reflective work. It's almost like a prompt, right? Like I was reading a, um, a book by Brandon Bouchard called, uh, oh my God, it's a habits book. And I'm, I'm losing the name of the book. Um, okay, I remember it's High Performance Habits. High Performance Habits. And in that book, he talks about having a prompt, like every time you walk through the doorway, you create an affirmation for yourself, right? Um, and it's the same thing with the full moon and the new moon. Some of us who are spiritually in tune want to use that as part of our reflection work. And that's really all it is. And it's not meant to work for everyone. And that's okay. If it doesn't resonate with you, don't feel like you have to incorporate this work into your practice just because like it's what seems to be mainstream, which is a whole nother freaking topic that we can go into when it comes to spirituality, right? Right now, there's so much, there's so much play out there with marketing and capitalizing and it brings it brings you to this place of hmm, like is that real like is that coming from an authentic place and that's where you get to tap into your intuition but like know that if it doesn't resonate with you it's all good and me and Ange talked about this last episode if you haven't checked out that episode y'all it's a riot it's a riot and Suarez guys she is like a fucking queen and she got me she just had me rolling the whole time but speaking so much truth in her in in her ways of just sharing wisdom, you know, so please check it out if you haven't. But you know, we had mentioned in that episode that, yo, like spirituality is what it is for you based on the experiences that you have gone through. Can nobody tell you that it is the same all the way around, which is why I also broke away from religion. Because it is not spirituality is not a one size fit all. And I'm not saying that religion is bad because if that works for you, boo, you do it up. You claim it, you own it, you let it resonate with you. Okay, you you be exactly where you are. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm giving permission to is that if you think differently than what that looks like based on how you grew up and maybe in a religious home, know that questioning your faith, questioning your current practice is not bad. Okay, we are innately curious humans. That's who we are. That's what we came into this life being. You know, you think about like a baby when a baby's first born and they stare at you in their eyes and they're just like touching your face and your teeth and like pulling on your hair and they're just in awe of what they're looking at and they're curious. 
that's what we get to bring back into our world every day. And it's even more important in the realm of spirituality because I'll tell you, we get wrapped up when there's rules and there are no rules in spirituality, y'all. There are none. It is what you believe. And the other day I was listening to Bashar. I don't know if you guys know. Oh, excuse me. Look, I'm releasing. Um, which by the way, if you are like, ever in this moment where you're like constantly burping through like speaking or you're like farting yes women fart okay i release gas um ask my man he can tell you uh but burping yawning releasing gas all those things are ways of moving energy through okay or truth is coming out so like allow yourself to be in that moment okay so back to bashar so bashar is an energy channeler is he's like abraham hicks he's like chiron okay there's so many of them on our planet right now that are just transmuting beautiful higher realm messaging that has always been true um but it's really reaching the collective right now one of my favorite youtube channels that you can check out is called above and beyond i'll make sure to um put a tag of the channel in here but oh so good i that's literally instead of me listening to music like i'm either listening to like high vibe music or i'm listening to that channel on YouTube because I'm I'm here trying to just like learn from people and I need the constant reminders from these channelers that have gone to different multi-dimensions than we have. But anyway, um, back to Bashar. So he had talked about the five laws. Five laws is you exist. Everything is here. Everything here is now. The one is the all and the all is the one. What you put out is what you put back and everything changes except these five laws. Oh, tell me that ain't strong. Tell me that ain't strong. Now, I want to go into a different episode in all five of these laws and kind of dive deep in it. So I'm going to just let you sit with that for a second. And if you want me to go deeper with this, like, let me know in the comments. Let me know in the DMs. You can find me at lifecoach underscore yesgirlthrive. You can email me at yesgirlthrive at gmail.com. Some of y'all even have my phone number. So if you have my phone number, you can hit me up on the celly sale. You know what I'm saying? I am reachable and I am all about feedback. I'm all about creating what you guys want to hear, what you're connecting to, what you're resonating with. Because really, like, I could talk, I could talk to myself all day. I already do, right? But the fact that you're tuning in lets me know that I get to keep producing, but I want to produce in a way that it's relevant to you, in ways that connect to you. Because I I really care. Like, oh, I, I literally think about like how much I care about the involvement of other people and their journey of self-discovery so that they can be the masters of their own life, so they can be their own self-healers. And I'm literally, if you could just see my face, I'm welling up with tears. So I don't know if this is like part of cancer's flow, okay? Or, you know, if you know me, I'm a very empathic, emotional being. I cry over almost everything. Happy, sad, mad, all the things. I'm hungry. Like I cry, right? Like I cry over all of it. And so I just... I just care about making a difference in this world. And even if it's just one person that's listening and it's like, yo, that helped me, I'm on the right track. 
and you know what and so are you if if you're listening and you took the time out of your day to listen to this 30 minute or however long this episode is and I know that you have it in you okay you have it in you too what you are searching for in this moment of time that you see in me is already inside of you period period baby is already inside of you. You don't got to go searching for anything because everything you need is based on the experiences that you have gone through. And when you allow yourself to dive deep into those places of yourself, when you allow yourself to explore with pure grace and openness and forgiveness, then you really start to embrace what that is that you're looking for. But a lot of us feel like we have to externally look for it in other places and other gurus. And though, yes, there are guidance and support out there for you, the ultimate successor, the ultimate master of your life is you. And it is always based on the experiences that you have gone through that are leading you to discover how you get to make an impact in this world and what that soul blueprint is. But you got to take the time to know you are worthy of discovering that part of yourself. And I'm out. Mic drop. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm on one today, y'all. I am on one. But thank you so much for listening. Let's just take a deep breath together because I I know I need it. So if I need it, I know some of y'all probably need it too. So deep inhale in and exhale. Let's take another deep in, um, inhale in. And this time, let's take it in for a count of four. So inhale, two, three, four. And then we're going to hold for four, three, two, one. And then exhale for four, three, two, one. <sighs> mm. Man, the breath, so juicy to get back into the presence And I just thank you guys from the bottom of my freaking heart for spending time with me, for believing in me. Because if you're on this podcast and you're listening to this, you think that I got something important to say that's enough for you to listen. And it will never get old for me. And how much gratitude my heart, oh my God, I'm starting to cry again. (laughs) How much heart and soul and love I feel within my entire beingness to know that I am so supported by the dopest fucking community out there. And just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell your friends about the Yes Girl Live podcast. Um, Like, subscribe, share, donate, whatever it is that lines in your heart. I'm here for it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, be great. Vibe high. Your girl's out. <laughs>